A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to One for the Road, a podcast about running and the rest of your life. I'm Lissie. And I'm Harriet. And on our podcast today, we talk about our, our recent times, adventures round and about, our total highs and lows of the last month. Um, we have a very special on the run um, from one of our friends. Uh, Lissie gives us a London Marathon update. We discuss some of our fueling fails in running and we talk about what you might do to get ready for your run, your race uh, and how makeup can help you feel better about it. Hi. Hello. So, Lizzie. <laughs> What have you been up to in your recent times? I think the most exciting thing that we've both been up to recently was um, a little trip um, out of London for your hen Yeah, went to uh, Cambridge, had a weekend of complete surprise and adventure, but possibly one of the best weekends of my life. Didn't involve any running, which I think is probably, it was a good thing. Yeah, definitely a good thing. I don't think we could have even fit any running in if we tried. No, there was the, it was planned to the hour. It involved loads of eating, loads of fancy dress, but good taste fancy dress, in my opinion. I wore a sombrero, I wore a crown, and I wore a chef-making <laughs> hat. Basically, I was happy every single day. Uh, and we ate a lot of cake. And a lot of cake. And I personally drank an awful lot of tequila. <laughs> oh, yeah. I kind of forgot oh, about the oh, tequila yeah. thing. Yeah, no. That's been a, a sort of vicious overhang because now, <laughs> still a couple of days later, I sound quite gravelly and have definitely got a bit of illness as a result. <laughs> and I'm definitely blaming the tequila. <laughs> I kind of forgot as well that you didn't know a single thing that was going on throughout the whole thing because obviously we all knew exactly what was happening. But um, yeah, every but... time we did something, you're like, oh, what are we doing now? Yeah, I felt like I, I felt like every time we went into the, there was this kitchen with a big long table and there's there was doors to it. And every time I opened the door the room had transformed and I genuinely felt every time like this is getting even better <laughs> it was so good yeah it's fun when it's fun but like quite stressful when you're completely out of control in that way because <laughs> I just didn't know what I was going to expect next I kind of knew that the you know there weren't any strippers the only willy I touched was a statue's like <laughs> it was all pretty like I really wondered where that sentence <laughs> I was there and I wondered where that sentence was going I was like did I, I miss something <laughs> Luckily, things are safe. But um, yeah, I'd really recommend my friends 
Charlie Brown, <laughs> shout out, best mate of all them. And generally my friends. Very good. Rent a Hendu. Yeah, that, it was a good Hendu. Bang on. Very good. <laughs> I think that's probably, yeah, one of the most exciting non-running, just general things that we've done recently. Yeah, what for sure. Um, I feel like I've been working a lot recently as well, which is less exciting. I think we're both feeling a bit yeah. overworked and under-rested. <laughs> How do you get away from your desk on time every day? Yeah. Feels like something we should both learn to do. <laughs> uh, answers on a postcard. Current current tactic is to make your evenings busy with other things <laughs> yeah. you have to leave on time and you don't get in trouble with your friends. Yeah. I was saying earlier how I'm so busy at work that the only way I get away from my desk is to make a social arrangement every evening, which is not helping the tiredness because then I'm working nine plus hours then socializing for another few and then just collapsing in bed and then doing the whole thing all over again and not um, eating enough dinner not eating enough dinner and probably not doing any exercise great <laughs> <laughs> so on that note <laughs> our running related activity <laughs> we're so good at making a running podcast <laughs> no i actually to be fair i feel this is our our total win of a, a running experience for the last few weeks amazing runners highs this time yeah because we've had serious runners highs uh, both in the same weekend, yeah, but at very different places. Sadly, I didn't get to go on the Berlin adventure, so um, let's do mine first. Okay, because you know we, we can build, we can build for the more adventurous one. <laughs> I went to Hampton Court Palace, which better than expected. <laughs> um, I needed a race that was over that weekend, and this one happened to be the one. But it's really cute. It's not very big. They um, theme it completely around the the palace and um there's a henry the eighth fancy dress man there the medal is henry the eighth i wouldn't have appreciated the man in henry the eighth no dress. there was some fancy dress and he did high five me on the way around he didn't try and hug me though Good. so you know i felt better about that because you're not sure we've ever mentioned this but i have a fear of people dressed in mostly fancy dress not all fancy dress. Actually, I think he'd be fine because I can still see his face. It's yeah. usually when people are dressed as mascots. Uh, I don't like when you can't see people's faces. It's kind mm. of a thing where you don't know what they're thinking. You don't know what they're going to do. So actually, on the corner near my house this morning, there was, a, there was a, someone dressed as a bird trying to get people to go into the multi-story car park. Why? <laughs> Why? Why are you ruining my morning? That is a very random I had to just thing. like, yeah, just look the other way. Anyway. You're going to have to be quite careful on London Marathon because I feel like there'll be quite a lot of people dressed in that sort of fancy uh, dress. I might actually have a little freak out if, yeah, the whole race is just going to be people. You should just take pictures of them. It can be a thing. Yeah. How many? Like, I need to see your face. Then get a, sel- <laughs> yeah. then get a selfie with them. You've got to <laughs> yeah. take the selfie stick. Oh dear. We digress. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, it really will. <laughs> Sorry, something else to worry about. <laughs> um, no, Hampton Court, flat, really flat. Two laps though. Uh, and the weather was absolutely shocking. Like, I stepped off the train at 8 o'clock in the morning, like an hour before the race died, and it was already shitting with rain, and it just didn't stop. So I was drenched, but I think that helped in a way because it made me just try and run as fast as I could. So I got a really, really um, good PB for me. So so um, I was super proud, and of shouts to our Bezzy, Steph, <laughs> for being generally... Or Stephanie being amazing all the way like she was kind of the person when I went oh yeah nobody's really around that weekend like everybody I knew was either in Berlin or on their stag do <laughs> so I realized it was kind of gonna be on my own which I was all right about but it was really nice when she said she'd come along and run with me for a bit and, and be my kind of personal cheer crew 
so I felt very special. And I got brilliant flapjack at the end. Nice. Through high five, ten and the eighth. Got a killer medal and a PB. So I walked away feeling very, very happy with myself. Good day. Yeah. The good day. Pouring around. rain. Yeah, bar the rain. Which I've now seemed to have blocked out quite well. So yeah, like oh, I have no memories. Of yeah, yeah, I've kind of. I think because the PB, it's kind of overshadowed it. Eh, pros and cons. <laughs> Tell me about yours. Okay, so yeah, I went to Berlin to do the half marathon, um, which was my very first ever half marathon three years ago in 2012. Mm. So I was very excited to go back and do the race. So I went for the weekend last year, but didn't run it because I was doing Paris Marathon the following week. So I thought it wouldn't be good to run a half marathon the week before. Anyway, um, went back, was really excited, um, kind of had absolutely no expectations going into the race because I've been really up and down with my training. Um, and then um, I've been having this conversation on and off with someone we run with called Glenn, who um, was saying how he had a time in my mind mm. that he thought I was going to be able to do in a half and it was definitely faster than what I thought I could do. Um, and he tweeted me on the morning saying, looking forward to seeing your PB smile posted on Instagram later. <laughs> I was like, hmm, interesting. Maybe I could PB today. Mm. Um, and I don't know why, but from that moment on, I was like, this is going to be a good race. And I just decided because it was, because I really love Berlin. I was just like, I'm just going to have a good race. And I just decided that that's what was going to happen. And thankfully, that is what happened. Um, it was absolutely freezing. And I decided to wear shorts and a t-shirt and I had to stand around for an hour in the cold Ooh. beforehand yeah. so I think that probably helped because I was like I just need to get warm yeah yeah I think playing the weather with you like one yeah. way or the other is helpful oh it's all about mind over matter yeah I also now have a theory that all my runs are better in shorts mm. I sort of think that I always think I maybe I'll just associate shorts with sunshine and like happy running yeah running free I, yeah <laughs> yeah it's all about running free um and wild but yeah I ran with Aww. Michelle and we ran the whole thing together and we were just really consistently paced and it was nice and I felt really strong throughout and then it was really naughty at about 18k I kind of said to Michelle if we keep going at this pace I'm going to PB and she was like do not say that right now we're not close enough to the end <laughs> what if it doesn't happen and I was like in my head I was like we've got a few minutes to play with so unless something drastic happens it's yeah. all gonna be fine and yeah so good whoop, whoop. took me four minutes off amazing yeah. loved it yeah. yeah, feel like if that race had gone really badly, I probably would have deferred London. So I'm kind of glad that it did, went well. All signs are pointing in the right direction. Mm -hmm. As we discussed, you can clear 13 miles. You can clear, like, the rest is our brain. I can run half. I can run that twice. It's fine. Exactly. Or something. Or something like that. <laughs> so this is true. Cool. What about lows? Like, I, I kind of feel like I have a specific low. I, I, I think the PB has overshadowed my month mm. of, of um, running. And plus, I don't know, I've been on a Hindu and probably haven't done very much running <laughs> else besides. Yeah, I said that last time. I was like, my low is that I haven't done much running. That's probably the same again. I've had all the runs that I've done recently have been really good. I just haven't run enough. Yeah. But interestingly, shows that even though you haven't done as much running as you thought, you still ran Berlin half consistently, not in pain and in a good time. Mm. And I was thinking it's true of how I was saying, oh, I haven't done as much running as I normally would do and I've been doing like the odd spinning class instead and actually I PB'd massively in that race and I think that was a lot to do with the fact that I'm trying to you know like the runs you do are good quality runs mm. rather than just trying to get no, your mileage all the time no junk miles yeah it's not about junk miles I think it is about just trying to get your heart rate up in other ways 
Mm. Well, I think that's good. Good to have no specific lows. I really can't think of a bad. No. I've not done anything too embarrassing. I feel like I nearly, I feel like I had a bad bra incident yesterday that was running related. But it was like, I managed to deal with it. It was like it didn't <laughs> quite go underneath my top. But I just wore a scarf and no one really noticed. <laughs> so, you know, I'm always going to have a clothing fail on a yeah. weekly basis. Always going to I think I did have one really bad run before, the one, the one I ran before Berlin. That might have been since our last episode. I can't remember. Hmm. This is what's confusing me about my knees. One day I'll have a run which is five miles long and I'll end up in tears and the next time I try and run, I run a half marathon PB. There is absolutely no yeah, rhyme or reason as to what's going on with my body at the moment. So the marathon is going to be interesting. <laughs> Joys. Ah. Well, what should we do next? I think we should listen to... Um, we've got an on-the-run guest this week. Yes, we've got some a lovely French voice. Our, our sexy French lady. <laughs> Lauren. Cool. Let's have a listen. So, I'm on holiday in the south of France, but I haven't been running for a week. Uh, so, I thought I'd go for a run, and because I'm quite short of time, I thought I'd do speed work. There's a six meter trail um, by my parents' house, so I thought it would be perfect, and that I could do a couple of repeats of that. Oh, it's so cold. Actually, yeah, it's cold in the south of France and windy. And I really don't know why I thought this would be a good idea. <laughs> I should be eating croissant right now, not running. I hate speed work and I actually never do it on my own. And I don't know why I decided I would do it on my own. And it just feels so tough. So the idea is to do three repeats, like one fast and then recovery to start point again. And I just did one and I just want to go back home. But I know that I'd be unhappy and kicking myself if I go back home. So I'll try to do at least one more and hopefully make it to three. But, and then maybe I should just buy myself a croissant. Yeah, I think I just focus on that. <laughs> Tell us, um, how do you feel now? Because I found it really hard to remember that feeling that I had while I was running. Um, well, when I listened to it again, I really had a giggle because <laughs> I thought this was so ridiculous. I mean, I was whining because I had to run 600 meters fast, but nobody was forcing me to run fast or actually just to run <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh because I kept thinking you said six meters like, yeah yeah, yeah. no it's six... that far though, and it's yeah, yeah. no it's, it was 600 meters Still and <laughs> and I was and I was like when I listened to it again I was like this is just like yeah winding up and then sometimes you just need to suck it up a bit more and this is what I did so I suck it up and I did the three repeats that I mentioned in the um, in the recording oh, yay <laughs> yeah you did it did you get your yeah. cross on 
No, um, oh. it was even better than that because oh, when I finished, when I finished, I had a text from my dad saying that he would take me for lunch at the crepe restaurant. Oh. So I had three crepes. I had a cheese one for starter and then a cheese one for main and then a jam one for dessert. So it was well worth the spring I know, training. Lauren was telling me about these the other day. Um, so I'm going to France for Lauren's wedding in August and I'm going to go to this crepe restaurant yeah. one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was saying I really enjoyed the way you said croissant and (laughs) (laughs) little laugh at the end. But yeah, you said um, even like at the beginning you were like, oh, I'm really hating this. And then even within like 90 seconds you were like, ah, croissant, okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's amazing how you can trick yourself so quickly into doing something. Yeah, it's not a secret actually that um, I will run for breakfast <laughs> and um, and brunch and things like that. And this is what we did during marathon training last year. Um, and yeah, and I was like, okay, if I need something, how can I, if I'm doing this, how can I treat myself <laughs> after? And food was the answer. <laughs> so good. Yes, it is always the answer. Food or drink, I find. That's that's my um, visualisation technique at the moment is just imagining myself uh, with either food or usually a beer in my hand at the end of the day <laughs> yeah well it was too early for beer but <laughs> it's never yeah. too early for beer when you've been running <laughs> since it's god like t minus 11 day, 11 days don't yes. take that day away from me sorry you totally know you totally know it's because the wedding so coincidentally i've decided to get married the same weekend as london marathon so every countdown is blurred <laughs> very, for us both. very similar <laughs> But um, tell me about your London Marathon prep, since it is so bloody soon. (laughs) Um, So I'm, yeah, 11 days out from the marathon. And my prep is basically not doing any running, trying to sleep as much as possible, drinking all the water, eating good food and trying not to freak out, Mm. which I did not manage very well today as I walked home from work and saw my first this road will be closed sign um, for the London Marathon, which I was like, ah! I'm going to be running past it. Um, is it taper? Yeah. Is it like officially taper now? It is taper, but I would say that my whole training period has been one big taper. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm, when you're only running a half marathon every other week, I'd say you're pretty much always in taper. Slightly in different mode. Um, it definitely feels, it, this time round has felt, could not feel, have felt more different from last year's marathon training. Um, it was quite a religious structure of last one. Yeah, last year's I've one. probably done both extremes. Like that was, I did not miss a single long run. I did absolutely everything that you were supposed to do. Um, taper was like felt like proper three weeks of actual tapering, mm. and this time it's just been all over the gosh damn place. Um, but you ran it before. That's the difference. Mm. So prep. So mm, don't know really. Uh, well, the day before the marathon, I'm going to your wedding. Yeah, so you're, you're packing really well by coming to, to all the way down to Norfolk to see me get married. But I think that's good because it will just distract me from what I've got to do the next yeah, day. Yeah. I'll make sure up. there's a chair for you to sit on. <laughs> yeah, I won't be sat at home going, oh my God, I'm running a marathon tomorrow. But I figured last year, the day before the marathon, I actually travelled to Paris, walked around the expo, walked yeah, around Paris. That's true. So if anything, this is probably more restful. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, and then in the morning I will, uh, I haven't even worked out what I'm going to be doing. I basically need to get everything ready before I come to Norfolk. So basically mm. this time next week I might have my kit laid down done. Yeah. <laughs> On the Wednesday night. Efficiency. Everything done. Everything ready. Um, I've 
got all my plan for where people are going to meet me on the course so that's a really good difference to last time is that I'm actually going to have people around the course and that's exciting. I've decided I'm not taking any fuel with me I'm just going to completely mm. rely on the water on the course and food and people handing me stuff and people handing out sweets yeah um, Do I don't have food on the course I don't actually know like as in like you know like at the I haven't stops. checked basically I've got that massive London Marathon magazine over there on my desk which I have haven't oh. even I'm in denial but it's there <laughs> I've checked out what start colour I'm in only because people kept asking me and that's all I've read in it everything else I'm like I don't know how I'm getting to the start yet I don't know where I need to be I don't I know what I feel like time. you've got a week you've got like the weekend can be time for yeah that kind of thing. I think the weekend I might just read that cover to cover to yeah. make sure I know what I'm doing exactly um yeah I yeah I've Relying on food on the course because I don't take gels anymore because they're disgusting and they make me feel sick. Um, mm. I just figured I there's there's a lot of people. Um, I ran with someone last night and she described the whole course as having a hedge of like positivity around it. Oh, I that's, thought that's a really quite nice, nice description. So it's like there's no point in the whole course apart from maybe Black Friday in the past where there's no people. So I'd be like, someone, anyone, anyone want some food, please? <laughs> that's lovely. I love that idea. Yeah. It will, well, I mean, I don't know, because I'm not good with, like, jelly babies and things, but that is the guaranteed thing that mm. you're going to get along the way. Sweets, for sure. Yeah. Else just get, like, people to lock them up. Yeah, if anyone just hand me some fruit, that'd be fine. Yeah, do you know, the fruits Black are Oh, yeah. Definitely. Well, maybe kind of imagining, like, a, a walking picnic, actually. <gasps> what were we talking about the other day, and you said you were doing... What race was it? Oh, yeah, I was talking <laughs> about... Um, in Berlin, at the half, they had... Um, Water station, normal. Tea for, oh, cool, iced tea. Have some of that. Yeah. It was actually hot tea in a plastic cup. That was weird. I can't. Why? Had a hot flush. <laughs> Did you what, try and run with it? I don't even know why I drank it. And then, yeah, at the next station, I they had it, everything was in a plastic cup. So I had half a banana in one hand and a plastic cup in the other. <laughs> and I was, um, I because my knees actually hurt more if I'm walking. I was kept running and I was like, it's like I'm running along with my lunch. Because <laughs> it, was, it was about lunchtime by this point as well. It was about half twelve. So I was like, Kind of oh, snacking. Yeah. Really difficult. Um, so yeah, I don't know why people do cups. That's annoying. Please, London Marathon, have bottles. Yeah. Oh, I like those like squeezy bottles too with the, squi- mm. the kind of squishy um, packets. I think Geneva had those. Somewhere had them and I was like, mm. these are good. So yeah, need to investigate all of that stuff. But the one thing I do know that I'll be doing, which I think is an interesting talking point um which is what I did last year is I kind of get up and will get ready for the race as if I'm going to work or something or going out like I will get up and wash my hair probably shave my legs put on a full face of makeup and then go run a marathon which is probably a bit weird but it makes me feel better I did it in Berlin as well actually like the night before the race I was like oh I need to get up a bit earlier because I need to wash my hair and the two girls I was with were like you're going to run a half marathon, why would you do that? I was like, it will just make me feel better if I do. And hey, it works. It works. This is so interesting because maybe this is because even in my normal life, I don't wear any makeup and I wash my hair sporadically. (laughs) And people know, like to the point where people will say, your hair looks really nice, you've done something different. And quite often it might just be because I've washed it. That happens to me quite a lot at work though. Or someone goes, you look really different today. What have you done? I'm like, Put some lipstick on. Yeah, it's like, thanks. I remembered to put eyeliner on. (laughs) So, I don't know. Maybe I should be not only applying this to my running life, but also to my actual (laughs) grown-up life, too. Um, It's interesting. There is stuff about... I I don't think... I I almost have an opposite thinking, where 
I go, I like to think of myself as very insular when I'm running. So if I put anything on that might make me noticeable, I, I don't want people to see me. So my idea is that if I, I wouldn't want to do anything that would make me stand out. So therefore mm. I like wouldn't make any different, like, any change to the, whether I put makeup on or whether I do my hair particularly, because I want to feel like, I want to feel comfortable in myself, but I'm almost like a thing where I wouldn't want people to see to, to even notice what I'm doing. Yeah. It's like, I'm just running, I'm just minding my own business and just getting through this race. Uh, and I think I really felt that at Hampton Court where I, where I felt quite on my own. I felt very aware that I didn't want to be put, picked out in any way. Mm. And I wanted to be able to kind of close down and just be in myself. I don't, I haven't thought of it like that before. It's interesting, actually, because you say, I like now have a thing where I always wear bright red lipstick for races, but I also have a pair of sunglasses that was, the lenses are completely mirrored. Mm-hmm. And I like wearing both because I like people not to be able to see my eyes, but yeah. also but to look be like, like I've got Hi. makeup on. Yeah. Um, yeah, because didn't you say it's that thing of like, you wouldn't like, it's like going around, going out round town. You wouldn't go out round town without, without stuff like, yeah, without that, feeling made that's up. That's what I said when I, um, it's like going to the, it's like going to the shop in your pajamas. Yeah. Cause when I told someone about Paris and the fact that I'd go up and put on a full face of makeup and. Like, I literally did, like, everything, like, foundation, blusher, everything, which was, like, ridiculous, considering I was so just... did you find off. most of it fall off? Yeah. <laughs> but I said, if I was in Paris for the day, and I was going to walk around Paris for five hours, I wouldn't have went... I wouldn't have walked out of the hotel without makeup on, so why would it be any different? If anything, it's actually worse, because there's people standing at the side of the road watching me run past them, so I'm like, of course I'm going to have yeah, makeup on. Yeah, on purpose. Um, Who was it? Someone got some flack for that. In like London Marathon, like a celebrity. Yeah, who was it? Oh, I think it was uh, what's her name, Jenny with the blonde bob. Yeah, a couple of women. Yeah, and she's like a presenter. Else. Basically, all all of the female celebrities. Well, I'd say a lot of them, unless you like Sophie. What's her name? Sophie Rayworth. The, oh yeah. Who's presenter? Who's like does all the time. An actual runner. Yeah. <laughs> a real life runner. A <laughs> real life runner. I, I, love I don't mean. I don't know what runner. this definition is because <laughs> she's a proper speedy runner. Like she's qualified for Boston. That's what. That's my definition of an actual runner. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I'm not an actual. That's runner. professional enough. For me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't see why that would make any difference. I I do feel a little bit like I don't know what the word is, like anti-feminist or something. To be like, oh yeah, I can't go run the marathon or run around the streets of London without makeup on. But then, there's like an other element to that, though, isn't there? That is like about feeling powerful. Yeah, because I kind of see it as the opposite way around. Yeah. Like, I like would wear that anyway and why can't I wear lipstick whilst I'm running Mm. because who's to tell me that like that's the wrong thing to do right if I want to wear lipstick when I'm running I'm going to wear lipstick when I'm running so yeah I think you could see it both ways yeah and I think that's what it should be about it should be about whatever makes you in the right frame of mind also not makeup related but Mm. I'm currently wearing a pair of uh silver hoop earrings I went for my run on Sunday and these to Mm. check whether I'd be able to run in them (laughs) So it's like practical. At least you're practical with it, which you know, makes well, me feel I was better. actually running along thinking, screw like sh- testing the fueling or testing my hydration. Yeah, I'm yeah. testing whether I can run in my earrings. <laughs> yeah, I love this. I love that we just had a whole discussion about fuel where you were like, I don't know what I'm going to feel with, but my boots are looking good. <laughs> on the other hand, I will be wearing these earrings because it was only four miles. It was fine and it was really windy. So I thought if they were going to ever annoy me, is it not a bit annoying? They're quite... They're quite like you know fitting. Yeah, they do kind of hit my face. Given the fact I can barely run with a ponytail (laughs) versus a bun, like yeah, I think I think they'll be alright. Well, I I might 
start with you them can in. always whip them out yeah or conversely mm. start with them out whip them in for like March 21 yeah <laughs> photo you've got to look good for photos i might just stop around the corner put my earrings in put some lipstick <laughs> well it well to be honest that's what i'd be always going like oh i'm dying i'm dying oh it's a place where i know people quick look happy keep running Grin, look up. It is all about looking good in the race photos. And I think... I have no race photo that looks good. My Berlin ones were awesome. And, like, if I may say so Yeah, if I say. (laughs) I've perfected the race photo. But, yeah, to be fair, after three and a bit years, I think I've finally perfected the race photo. You basically have to have no shame. Like, the one that's really good that I like, I ran, like, literally straight at the photographer, looked straight in the camera, did gun fingers, and was like, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, this is true. For us, I think I consciously avoided the man at Hampton Court. I was like, you can't see me. Hide behind yeah, this person. you just have to go for it. I think that's how you get a good race photo. <laughs> too true. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, then we'll, we'll be wearing earrings. We'll be wearing lipstick. No idea what I'm eating or drinking. Great. But you're going to look good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think that's about it for this episode. I hope everyone appreciates that we've toned down the period chat <laughs> quite, it, quite considerably this time. Yeah, but not on purpose. <laughs> I mean, yes, totally on purpose. We planned it. We, we obviously it. had an inbox full of people saying, please continue that topic. It was amazing. <laughs> and all the boys that listen loved it. There's been a lot of positive feedback. I'd positive say. feedback. <laughs> um, so our next episode will be a bit of a mish, mishmash because... Yeah, because I'm away. I was about to say, because we're going on the road. Because <laughs> we've got... Not because we're going from... Okay, it's not funny. <laughs> Fine, because I'm going to be. <laughs> You're on the going honeymoon. on the road. I'm going I'm on the road. Be Sorry. Sat here. Sorry. I'm, I'm going on the road. I'm going to be sat here, trying to talk to myself. No. And Harry's going to be in Peru. I'm going to be in Peru. Um. So I'll find some friends to talk to. In, I'm sure there's some. <laughs> in the meantime. <laughs> um. But let's tell you all where you can find us on the internet so we are on itunes yeah and subscribe you, subscribe i don't know why i was going to point like i was on tv then subscribe here <laughs> I was like, like i was on my like you're right a guest <laughs> oh, um we can make some pictures like that so. i just did a, a pointing motion <laughs> you can't see me either Made for um, podcasting. you can also listen via our website which is oftrpodcast.wordpress.com we are on Twitter at OFTR Podcast and Instagram at OFTR Podcast and email us at OFTRpodcast at gmail.com. So basically it's just the acronym all the time with podcast on the end. Yeah. I'm also, glad you did that because I was just thinking I definitely <laughs> couldn't do that. Um, if you want to follow either of us on Twitter, mm-hmm. I'm Missy Runs and Harry is... Um, Harry SC. No, that's your Instagram. Oh. On Twitter, you're Harry Caps. Oh, you? right. That's my Twitter. <laughs> To be honest, let's be fair. <laughs> Lizzie might she'll just tweet things and I'll I'll retweet them. So <laughs> we're gonna get better at Twitter and Instagram, I think. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, we should. Post-wedding. I live in this world of pre-wedding and post-wedding. In post-wedding, I'm it's a brave good, I'm new good world. <laughs> it's a dangerous new world where I say lots of stuff in my life will get done, but we'll see about that. This, um, is, this will happen more. Yes, and the aim is to become a little bit more regular. Yeah. Um, Much like the period updates. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well. In the meantime, if you want to submit an on-the-run recording, email us. If you've got any topics you want us to talk about, email us. If you want to be our producer, email us, because no one was forthcoming last time. No. We understand it's probably a tall order. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to hang out with us Clearly you week? can tell. <laughs> we still need help. Um, but yeah. So I, I suppose I'll say ciao and see you, see you in like two months. But yeah, next time I'll be yeah. a two-time marathoner and you'll be married. Oh my God. <laughs> the number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, Autobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.